and away we go. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Nerve Related Podcast. Another one. Yeah, yep. I'm at the new place. I'm uh, doing this in my bedroom right now because my girlfriend is doing homework and our desks are like back to back. How dare she do homework? Right. And she ain't giving me no proper finish time. So I was like, <laughs> go in the room. I can't be waiting for you all day. Mm-mm-mm. So it's been uh, fun, fun three days. Moving. You got the moving. Yeah. Got everything in yesterday. And then um, there's a hole in our basement when the water was flooding through. And the owner Yikes. had to come over here and fix it. <laughs> It would be like a part-time fix-it, man. Would be that motherfucker. He was over here with a saw, really banging and clanging away over there. But um, you seem like a cool dude. Yeah, that's about it for me, man. Just doing that, working and moving. Yeah, I just been chilling. Work too. Went to my buddy Zach's wedding on Saturday. That was cool. It was at a nice house. It was at the Stella in Kenosha. It was nice. Place is nice, has like a rooftop bar. The like hall was cool. We left a little early. My girl's kind of sick. And then this air quality shit be messing her up. She has asthma. So she's already sick. Plus, now she's having a hard time breathing with the air quality. There's some Canadian wildfires in the Midwest right now, is under crazy ass air advisory. Chicago has the worst air in the world right now. <laughs> I came outside and I was like, Smells like something burning out here. Yeah. Something. That's crazy, dog. Something's <laughs> burning in another country and it's messing us up. Dog, I, I opened the door to go out, you know, because I thought I left my keys at the old house. And I was like, somebody bombs it. You can't burn shit in this neighborhood. <laughs> <laughs> you can't burn nothing over here. That's illegal. Who's doing that? That's crazy. Yeah, so... I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't even know about it. Then someone on Facebook was like, man, it's Canadian air or something. And I was like, I guess that's why the skies are all gray and smells. That's yeah, crazy. visibility is nuts. So, like, I work in a, I won't call it a high rise. It has like twelve floors. We're like on a tenth floor, but we can see downtown Milwaukee. It's a super far away, but you can see it. And today you can't see shit. <laughs> like you would look out the windows, and it's like just straight <laughs> yeah, small. The yeah, the skies were great. I was like, man, I, I, I'm dumb. I'm not dumb, but like, I really care about otherworldly stuff. You know what I'm saying? It's not my wheelhouse, and I don't. What can I do about it anyway? But I didn't even know there was any fires going on. I didn't I didn't know. So sorry if you're in Canada. Hope uh, everything works out and your house doesn't get burnt down. I don't even know how it starts. Wildfires are weird. Like obviously they're supposed to be wild, so lightning hits a random dry patch of grass in a random forest, all of a sudden shit catches on fire. Ain't know somebody flicked a cigarette. Nah, because if it was that, they would they usually identify that right away, and then it becomes yeah. this whole new new story, like, oh, this is you know, person started this. And I mean, that's happened in California and they caused hella damage. But this seems to be a legit, you know, grass too dried sort of event. Pop well, you know, fire. Brian, if we lived in a silo, we wouldn't have to deal with this type of shit. <laughs> <laughs> You wouldn't have to deal with a lot of stuff in asylum. <laughs> but you would have to deal with a whole lot of other things in asylum. Yeah. Like cameras in your mirror. <laughs> Dude, I couldn't live like Doug. Wait, wait. <laughs> I could do hey, man. Like, hey, 
Imagine all the people they call beating off because don't nobody know. Oh, for sure. Just in front of the camera. Just going to town looking at the camera, admiring yourself. They should make like a parody show, just like oh even like a CCTV thing where like they just show you all the different cameras and just the different places. That'd be hella crazy. (laughs) All kinds of shit. Just all kinds of shit. And they awful. don't know they're being recorded, so you know. Nope. Dude, I mean, someone's on the couch just laying their rib like, yeah, you want the guy's like, hey, look, look at this dude. <laughs> look at this guy here. Hey, and then if you like him, run into him in public him, like, and shit. You yeah, <laughs> you just see him like, like why is that dude, guy looking at me like that? Like, man, you were just banging a watermelon about 15 minutes ago. Or even like non-nasty head. stuff, like People don't wash their hands after taking the shit. And then they're like, you know, shake, hey, how you doing? Dude coming out the bathroom, he's like. Just touching all the communal food and shit. (laughs) Grabbing apples off of the stand. Like, what are you doing, dog? Oh, man. Hey, guys, I can't even Don't eat none of that man's food. (laughs) Eat none of his shit. We saw him make that. And he ain't wash his hands not one time. It's always crazy when you like <laughs> when you know <laughs> you're going to bath. I used to work with this dude, and for some reason I run into him in the bathroom. Like I wouldn't say like frequently, but often enough to like notice. And he'd be in there doing his business, regardless of what it was, you know, peeing or taking a shit. He would never yeah. wash his hands, dog. He would just <laughs> leave. I'm like, I am never shaking this dude's hand ever in my life. And he would I'll actively be, try to shake people's hands. Like, don't do it, dog. Don't I'll do it. I'll be lobbying to get him fired. I'll be like, hey, man, this man is not shaking. He's not cleaning up at all. And he's shaking everybody's hands in here. You know that flu that was going around? He probably started it because he don't wash his fucking hands after he takes so I got potlucks. I'll be like intently watching. Like, oh, he grabbed from those chips. Like, I ain't in them chips. <laughs> hey, he said yeah. And it's one of those weird things where, like, you can't just walk around telling people, you know what I'm saying? Because it's yeah. super hey, weird. Hey, hey, hey. hey, don't eat them. Don't eat them. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of weird ass bathroom things, like, imagine because they have them in, in their in the mirrors. I don't know. It didn't look like there was none in the bathroom, but no, it was like living room stuff. Imagine just like seeing. Just the weird shit that people do, dog. Like I was at a re- I was in a restroom the other day, and this dude, <laughs> I'm in there just peeing, trying to mind my own business. This dude in the first in the first stall, and he's like, you know, when you take a shit, you're like facing the door. So this fam, this dude is facing the wall. He must have been like hovering over the toilet. So his feet are facing the wall. He's completely backwards on the toilet. And I'm thinking, like, what is fam doing? And you just hear he was literally shitting that way. <laughs> he must have been <laughs> hovering, looking the opposite direction. Oh, I'm like, hey, what is going so, like, on right like, now? Hey, hey, hey. You know your feet are pointing the wrong way, my guy. <laughs> and I would have just walked out. I'm just like, yo, what the hell is going on? You just see the weirdest shit in public, die. Like, people just do some weird ass stuff. Oh, I've been to the bathroom and seen someone's ass cheeks because their pants were on their ankles taking a piss. <laughs> like, bro, just pull it out a little bit. This man was. Oh, there. he was peeing? I've actually yeah. seen that too in like a public restroom. Yeah. Like, just randomly, you know, straight butt cheeks in the air, pants on <laughs> <I> their ankles. <laughs> what are you doing, G? <laughs> I can see your nutsack. 
Like, what are you do? <laughs> I wonder if this video is going to get censored. We're kind of bordering the line there. <laughs> Should be all right. So, <laughs> episode nine of Silo. I think that's why we got on this little tangent. <laughs> Amazing. Dude, Amazing. so good. So good. So, today on the radio on the way home, um, I listen to sports radio mostly on the way home. And there was one of the local um, sportscasters. She was on there. They usually talk about in the afternoons, like, what new show are you watching? What would you recommend for whatever reason? There's not a lot of sports yeah. shit going on. And she was like, you guys aren't watching Silo. You should be watching Silo. And she was like, <laughs> geeking up the show. And I was like, yeah, you should be watching Silo. This show's amazing. Dude, I'll tell my buddy about it because. He likes sci-fi stuff, and he's like, I don't have Apple TV because they're Samsung users. And I was thinking, like, I know there's a lot of Apple people, but, like, how many, like, Samsung users don't even know what's on Apple TV? You know how much good shit is on Apple TV right now? That's so wild. if you don't have – oh, yeah, you need an Apple account, right? You need an Apple ID, but you can subscribe to it. But if you have a Samsung, you would have no need. If you don't have a Mac, an iPad, or a phone, you would have no need or want to check out Apple TV more than likely. That's crazy. Yeah, because yeah, because dude, plenty of people at work. I know they have Androids and stuff. I'm like, man, you watching that show on Apple TV? They're like, no. I'm like, dude, you should get it. They're probably thinking their head like, I don't even have Apple TV. Only Apple products. I'm like, I'm thinking now. My buddy Eric's like, bro, I don't have Apple TV. I was like, dog, you are missing out right now. It's not just Silo. There's a lot of shows on there. Yeah, but dude, I I never even thought about it. My mind is blown right now because like. Being somebody with an Android, and I'm talking to my like, dog. You watch this show on Apple? And they're like, Nah. I'm like, Man, you need to get that shit. And I'm probably like, I wish. Like, I am not subscribing to Apple yeah, TV. I don't even have an iPhone. I, was ne- I never thought about that. Never. Nuts. That is crazy. Because crazy. Dude, that's, there's a lot of people out there. There's a lot of people that can't even watch this show, or or like you can, but they're not gonna go. Right. You know. Wow. Nuts. Wow. That's and again, crazy. not so like I know you don't watch a lot of these shows, but like Ted Lasso's an award-winning show. They probably never heard even heard of it. Silo, Foundation, Severance. Boy, there's a um the I don't know what it's the movies are fire. Yeah, dude, the ghosted whatever with um Ana de Almas yeah. and Chris yeah, Evans. That movie was. is awesome. <laughs> that's, they have that's... a new show coming out um with Eldris Elba. Did you see that? Yeah, yeah, or oh, like on the plane. Uh-huh. I love so it's it. gonna be like twenty four. So they're gonna do it's a series, yeah. but they're gonna do it like twenty four did it, where like it's in chunks. So like every hour is an actual hour on the plane. So I'm actually excited to check that out. It looks pretty cool. I have never watched twenty four, not one episode. I've watched some of it, but the the style of it is why I'm mentioning it because it's literally yeah. recorded the same way. So, however so, long they're on this plane, if it's an eight-hour flight or whatever, there'll be like eight episodes, and there'll be like eight real-time one-hour segments or whatever. Oh, okay. I, I mean, I, I get the I get the premise of it. I always wanted to check it out, you know, because of that, but I just never did. That's cool. So, what do you think about this episode, bro? Fire! Finally getting answers. It was so good, dog. So good. Hey, I like the comedy relief between the dude that was like hacking the thing. Oh and yeah, then, uh, yeah. He's like, "Man, where do we start?" She's like, "Uh, hey, right there, sir. Where, where it says start this? here." Are you here? Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, that, yeah, that'd be a great place. So just to kind of set the stage, before, um, last time we saw Juliet, 
or Sheriff Nichols, she was falling off of the railing. No, she jumped off. She didn't fall. (laughs) So, you know, we picked this up. Luckily, or by by plan, she only fell one flight of stairs, so she landed on the walkway, and she gets up, starts running, and now the rest of the episode is judicial trying to hunt her down, and it's just, the show is so good at, like, raising the stakes, because, like, now they're trying to find her, and she has to get into this hard drive before they find her, and, like, the whole episode is like, well, She's at a severe disadvantage because they have all these cameras. They have all these people. Even though she's the sheriff, it means nothing at the moment. And it, it's just one of those one of those episodes where a lot of a lot happens. How does she keep getting away in this side? She's just so smart, bro. Dude, she went to Duke's house. He never thought in his mind that she. So he did. He did though because he sent. So Sam sent the two people to escort his wife to the house. And they oh, wanted yeah. to come in the house, and his wife didn't let them. So he he thought of it. Like, Sims is smart as hell. He definitely yeah. thought it was a possibility. Otherwise, yeah. he would have never sent his agents to go with her. And, dude, they find, they uh, when they finally opened that file, and uh, it was the girl, and you get to see the video footage of it, Shake it live. It's fine out here. It's all, you know what I'm saying? I, I told you she didn't die, man. I knew she didn't die. Even before that, like, there's so much that happened. Like, um, so the mayor has a little, I don't know what we're going to call this, a little gadget with the number 18 on it. And it was flashing red. I told you this whole time, bro, they are not the only silo dog. Somebody else communicates with them because... That looked like a method of letting them know a message was coming or something. So, yeah. So we got another thing that we do not have an answer for. But beyond that, you think it's another silo. I'm I'm positive. Like, I would bet you money that this is happening. I have no doubt. This is a District 13 from Hunger Games type deal without a shadow of a doubt. That's what's going to happen. Yeah, because you told you 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 said those people died when they went outside. I said they so, could have died, but I also <laughs> been telling you this whole time that there are other silos. <clears throat> no, that's true. That's true. I mean, I want to know what the world outside is like now. Though, like, are the people out there thriving, living? Like, you know, what I'm saying, like, what are the point of these silos? Why did they make them? Why are they trying to control people this way? Like, there's yeah, still a lot of questions. Of but a lot of questions, experiments going answered. on. Fine. This this episode had the most questions answered. At least that I was looking for. You know what I'm saying? Finally. You know? And then when we got one more episode, and they left us on a cliffhanger again. Like, I mean, the season finale is going to leave us on a mega cliffhanger for sure. Because it's already renewed for season two. So, But what's happening. crazy is like how many cliffhangers, you know what I'm saying, <laughs> there has been. I'm like, Geez. There's just so many questions. Yeah. I like so they- much in the episode, like the dynamic between Sims and his wife who was like a raider for yeah uh judicial like the, the the thing is too she was like you need to stop so i think she knows something too well, obviously being sim's wife she knows something he clearly shares more than he should with her and she's in well, on the plan we but all do. that's we the all part do. that's cool is like seeing like his wife is in his corner like trying to get him where he wants to go like clearly he wants to be the shadow 
um, to the mayor and and not even necessarily be the mayor because this guy's the mayor by pure happenstance at this point because it had to happen, but because well he's he running wants to have that dude's job, the IT yeah. job, not the mayor job. The IT job is more to... important than that. Yeah, he wants to be mayor. running the show. Yeah. So it was cool just seeing her kind of leveling them out like okay you know this is the main goal this is what we want to do and he's like bro she ain't have he ain't having it right now and she's like oh what do you say so she's definitely a big influence on on him and the major moves that happened yeah. to him on the show yeah um man when they were uh when dude was talking to dude he was like pretty much saying like oh you let her slack for some pussy you know what i'm saying yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dude was like, oh, that's what you got. You liked her, so this is what you know. That shit, I, I love that part. He's grilling him for. It. Oh man, I mean, crazy. Bernard's too. Like that dynamic of the silo comes first. Like Bernard's questioning Sims now. Like, hey, I was, I was gonna make you my shadow, but and then he lied about it because he asked them directly earlier, where did you all send people? And he was like, oh, we went blah blah blah, but he didn't mention his wife. And then when they were in the janitor room, Bernard's like. You know, I had you pegged to be my shadow, and then nah, you sent know. two agents to protect your wife. Like that doesn't show that the silo is first, right? That shows that your family's first. So it adds a whole nother level of complexity of the power struggle that's gonna happen within the silo, which yeah. is crazy. Yeah, because shit ultimately Sims could be a part of the revolution or something now. Like if he feels like he ain't gonna, you know, like that's what happens if you, you have a goal for something and then you see that goal slowly slipping away, you know, like, well, shit, if I can't be the head of this place, oh, let's shut this place down. It's like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> that could happen real fast. And then Billings, that another interesting arc, Billings found the book. He's super smart, dog. He's just hey, I like to it, though, by the rules, by the rules. No, hell no. He ripped out a page and then burnt the book. How you gonna burn it but then keep some for yourself? <laughs> Jerk. Because now he's questioning it. His his internal morality is I gotta play this by the pack. But now everything is, you know, not the way he thought it is. So he's not gonna flip the switch overnight when this dude was winning competitions on being able to recite the pact and like living it. He's like the opposite <laughs> of Sims. Sims is legit. Do whatever it takes to protect or build the silo. And Billings is, we will only do what the rules allow us to do. <laughs> like it's it's yeah. just that polar contrast of it, which is interesting. Yeah, with so besides keeping stuff. <laughs> well, he Dude, saw but... something that he was intrigued by. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I think it's the beach. Maybe I don't know what page you. Yeah, it didn't show. It didn't show. I want to see what he I mean, Sam's wife letting Juliet go. Uh -huh. Interesting, too. It's interesting. That's what I'm saying. She was about to knock her over the head with a hammer, and she seen what she was listening to, looking at it. She's like, you got to stop this. You know what I'm saying? Like, what, what, like why? Oh, because she like, could have took her out right there. It would have been oh, a wrap. Yeah. It would have been a wrap. Oh, she was all in there. You know what I'm saying? She could have grabbed a gun. She could have did all kinds of stuff. Hey, you see how much they were amazed by that video recording? Dog, yeah, I was about to say that right now. Recording. He's like, yeah, oh, this is a video. They were all like, what's a video recording? <laughs> He's like, I recorded this on a camcorder that I found and fixed. Mm -hmm. The video was 
the video is what gave us the most answers on this episode. We found out mm -hmm. what he was doing down there, why he sought out Juliet. We found out what was on the hard drive. We found out why it was on the hard drive. We found out he did fall in love with her because that was a thing a couple episodes ago. We're like, yeah, he was she, only she, using no. you. He didn't like really want you. He was there just to get what he wanted and leave like he always does. He fell in love with you. So he fell in love with her and he's telling her that on on a contraption that they probably never even imagined was possible. Like no, he's talking to her through a screen after he died. That in itself has to be mind boggling. Mm -hmm. I like that dude though, man. Like, you know, he's old school. He's, you know, she's like, hey, you know, trying to give her her time, like show respect. He's like, come on, man, get your ass up. Oh, let, her watch your, let her watch your little video, man. Have some respect. <laughs> I like, I like that kind of stuff, man. Cause I'm, I'm the same type of way. So whenever I see that old school kind of respect and shit, I, I was like, oh, yeah, man, good on you, man. He's like, man, get, get, let, let her have her time for a second, man. You know what I'm saying? That's a man who died. Give, you know, give God, her a there's, minute. There's thousands of files on that hard job. Dude, so many. Thousands. And the dude, here's one thing that I kind of like feel kind of iffy at. Because, I, I mean, they have some technology, but it's limited. But the guy that they called to help log in is doing some sophisticated ass shit that people even today don't like a normal person doesn't know how to bounce the ip address yeah, the, the entire silo put yeah. it in different bit in different apartments like He's i cold. get that he works probably with it right he knows some of this stuff but it's it doesn't fit the average person yeah. we've met in the silo so far yeah, it was like weird. It felt weird, but you needed well, it. Otherwise, how the hell else were they gonna get in the hard drive? <laughs> yeah, and but also too, every person we've met in the silo ain't average. You know what I'm saying? Like you see the average person, but every person that's a part of the show, or whatever, is not normal kind. You know what I mean? Like so, you know what I mean? <clears throat> so he's probably some tech guy. You know, he probably stole some stuff, or he he messes around a lot. You know, that <clears throat> if you notice that, like every person we meet in the silo is above average. You know what I mean? Like we don't, so, you don't deal with no, like yeah, we haven't really done dealt with anyone regular really that has you know some kind of, you know, uh, they're doing something in a show or a part of an episode. They're usually, you know, you I, mean, know I mean, so he had the hard drive first. So yeah, he remembered. It. He remembered it. Yeah, he remembered it, and then old boy had it. And then Julianne ended up with it. So he has background information on it to begin with, right? So, like, yeah. I get that part of it, but the I amount of, you know, like, too. tinkering and, and yeah, with, when with did you ever open a hard drive that you would have had to, to like, right? Where would you have to have, like, bounced the signal throughout the silo so they couldn't find you? Yeah, because, he dude, he pulled out, like, some cords and wires and stuff. Like, oh, you just got that on you? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? People ain't supposed to have that kind of shit, but you just got it on you. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it was interesting. It was, cool, though. it was cool though to see though. No, and, and like you said, that banter between those two characters was was yeah. good. If it gave it, it gave it a different, it gave it a different vibe because the He's episode like, the was all about how she get all the way to floor ninety eight. He's like, it ain't there, buddy. You know, what right. I'm saying like he he knew right away. Oh yeah, he was like, there's no way. He was like, this guy's good, but I'm better. I was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. The show's great, man. Really, it's so good. It's so good. It, it is crazy. Like we went from The Last of Us, and we're like, damn, we're gonna watch. And it took a second, and boom, 
This show hits and it's so good. It's not as good as that. I mean, I don't know if anything will ever be as good as that is, but it's great in its own right. You know what I'm saying? Like if I'm ranking TV shows, I think The Last of Us is like maybe so the good. best. I mean, I don't know anything better than in my mind. But Silo is really good. Nothing's holding my attention. Like, you know, it, it's right up there with me, though, for those two. Like, in the last, like, 10 years, probably these were my two favorite shows. I mean, it's one of those episodes or one of those shows like The Last of Us, even though I knew mostly what would happen because I played the game. Um, there's been many shows like that, probably not at that level, but, like, shit you haven't watched. Like, Game of Thrones was a show that weekly everyone talked about and couldn't wait to see the next episode of. And up until the final season, it was one of the best shows that was on TV ever. That final season was crazy. But, like, it's that water cooler talk, too. Like, think about it, it goes to how things are released. Like, Silo's a great show. If Silo was on Netflix and we got all 10 episodes at one time, it would feel different. It would feel different because we're watching it at the same time. We wouldn't be able to do what we're doing right now, talking about it, building the anticipation, wondering what's next. Like that's what gives certain shows more life is that what they call water cooler talk, right? Like you're at True. work, you're at Waiting. work and you're talking to people about it and you're building like, yo, did you catch that last episode? Because we're in a binge heavy world. And you, you can tell all of the other streaming services are dialing that back. Even Netflix isn't releasing entire seasons at once now. They're breaking them into parts so that they can leave you on a cliffhanger and then bring you back for the second half of the season. Which is good. I'm 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 I'm, beyond, I'm at probably I'm probably against the norm or whatever. I'm tired of being shit, man. Like I wanna I wanna watch something, be left, and be like, man, what's about to happen? What's happening next? You know what I'm saying? I want someone to look forward to, you know what I'm saying? People don't want to look forward to nothing no more. They just want to be. You know, I'm not that way. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, I don't mind binging shit, but I'm tired of it now. You know what I'm saying? I like this. I like the episode. You know, I like the, the Last of Us. I'm liking the Silo. You know what I mean? Good but some shows thing. don't need to be that way either. Like, if it's like some comedy show, some, you know, man, throw that shit out there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but I think it's important, especially for like dramas like that, to have that build up. Like, I get, like, anime probably doesn't need it. Like, certain shows don't need it. You're probably right. Comedy probably doesn't need it. But, like, a good drama show, like, Neither. that build up and anticipation, you need that. Because if I'm binging it, I'm just going from one episode to the other, and I don't have that. You never feel that. Like, you never feel what's going to happen next because I could just watch it. You know what I'm saying? I'd just be like, well, yeah. play next or let yeah. it ride. Uh-huh. <clears throat> Another thing yeah, I just thought about um, in the episode was he he addresses the water thing. He was he didn't answer he was, it. He said he told her no, but he said you need to get in the water. No, he said uh, turns out the water thing wasn't that big of a deal. So like he didn't tell her how to get in it, what happened in it. But I get the feeling that the water's probably not even that deep, dog, because she never got into it. But he yeah. was just like, turned out it wasn't that big of a deal. So. Um, in, I hope she goes to the dance. I, dude, I feel like the last episode is gonna stop when she reaches the doors, and then they're about to open to see what's beyond the doors, and then we're gonna have to wait a whole year and a half to know what's going on in the silo. She's gonna be the doors to another silo. Man, it would be crazy. 
It would be shows. crazy. I can't wait to I, yeah, I can't wait for this last episode, man. She and it sucks. Her. It's it's awesome and it sucks because now we're gonna have to wait. We're gonna have to wait leave, so long. They're gonna leave us on some, you know. Ah, the show's so good. I can't I can't wait for it. On a couple more days. It's so good. Yeah. I wonder like how like just back to how we started this conversation, like I mean, Apple has unlimited money. Like Apple, Apple can found a country if they wanted to easily. But yeah. like, Sarah Microsoft, all, all these people that miss out. Like, for example, I'll give you an example. So we, I was at Ray's house a couple of weeks ago, and one of their friends comes in and is like, "Hey, are you watching From? The hell is From? I don't know what From is." So we Google it. <laughs> Turns out this show has won awards. Like people yeah, are the loving the show. Out. It's great. Season two just ended. It popped up on my timeline. And they said season the last episode of season two is one of the greatest season ending episodes of any TV show ever. (laughs) It's on MGM Plus. Who the hell has MGM Plus? Like I don't. Hey, people that don't have uh, uh, Apple TV. (laughs) So now I'm like, yo. Now I want to watch it because they're hyping it up and it's. It's been like three people plus this article that popped up, and I'm like, but to just to think like all these shows winning awards and and it never peaked. Our, I didn't even know it didn't peak our curiosity. But like, imagine if you didn't have Apple and never even watched Tyler. I can't even fathom that. Like, I can't <laughs> even think about like not having watched this show so far. It's nuts. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's with any service, man. Like, people are gonna pick and choose. Like, imagine I have HBO Max and people are not watching the last of us. There's plenty of people that don't want to pay for it. You know what I mean? Like. Oh, whatever. I passed. They just don't know. You know, they just don't know. And I, I get that. That's okay. If you're like not into TV at all, right? Like if you don't watch TV, if you don't watch TV shows, like I get that. Like even you, you're like more a gamer for the most part. Like you rather yeah. play a game than watch something. So like I get certain aspects of people like, see, I pref- I like going to the movies. I like watching TV shows. I also like playing video games, but I spend part of my hobby is watching these things because I enjoy them. So, like, if you are an enthusiast or you like TV or you like movies, like, those people, like, if if you've never wanted to check anything out, it's just, like... No, but sure, dude. I got a couple of friends where I'm like, man, I'm about to go to movies and see this. Like, yeah, man, I can't wait to watch it on uh, whatever. I'm like, <laughs> who are you, man? I don't, I don't. Like, what, what? You don't want to go to the movies and see this shit? <laughs> Yeah, man, I watch it on Flickster or something, dude, or, you know, wait till I could download it or something. I'm like, I mean, that's the only other way, too. Like, there has to be some pirating going on, Asylo, like, for a lot of people that don't have Apple TV. Yeah, on Flickster. Yeah, there's no way. Yeah, there was plenty of. There's plenty of stuff like that, dude, because there's plenty of shows like I couldn't watch and I went on the internet and watched them. So I get it. It's interesting. So speaking of other shows, we got the Nick Fury show finally came out. Secret Invasion. Yep. Marvel Secret Invasion. Imagine so many people that don't deal with Disney, too. There's a lot of those people. Missing out a lot of good stuff. But um, I like this more than Brian did. Brian said it was just all right. I thought it was amazing. Especially the ending, man. Like, that's... I don't know. I just like seeing normal people do extra, extraordinary shit. 
that's just my <laughs> thing. That's my thing. You know what I mean? Like, I know there's Thor, Superman, whatever you want to say, but there's these other people that are fucking putting their lives on line too to save the world and doing what they can. And and when that's full, you know, when it's out there like that and it's good, I, I think it's really dope. You know what I'm saying? Like uh, Brian was telling, you know, it reminds me a lot of Winter <laughs> Soldier, obviously. And I, I think the acting's great. Um, the directing's great. I like. I, it was it was it was good. It was really good to me. I thought it was good. I I don't dislike it. I thought it was. Oh. I thought it was just that. I thought it was. I thought it was a good opening to the show. Like I wouldn't say it was a great opening to a show. Like I comparing it to the feeling of Silo. Like we watched episode one, and I couldn't wait for episode two. Like I watched episode one of this, and I was just like, eh, you know, next week, hopefully, we get more. Like it wasn't like a. It just didn't Bro, build like, for me. And Winter Soldier is my favorite Marvel movie. So like, which is crazy, man. Because from your text, I was like, oh man, this show's gonna be boring. Dude, there was so much stuff going on, man. Like, and then at the end, all the explosion shit like that. I didn't think nothing like that was gonna happen. From what the hell are you taking? Like, that was all right, man. I'm like, that was all right. I, was I, like, I feel no, like it was. I, I feel like it was Corey. Like it was obvious that was going to happen. Like that last part yeah, was obvious it was going to happen. Yeah. And that was dope, man. That one dude, he kept like shape-shifting at the end of the episode. Nick Fury was like, Nick Fury noticed him. And then he like kept changing to different people. I was like, oh, that is so dope. So, was- so he first turned into the girl. And I'm pretty sure that was him in the alley before he got taken by the Russian yeah. people. Yeah. So then... He saw the old guy later on too, and again he turned into him. So it was he was turning into people that he probably had turned into earlier in the episode. Mm-hmm. I mean, the scrolls are cool. There's there was a thought when I don't even know if you watch Captain Marvel. So like there was this big thing yeah. when Captain Marvel came out because the scrolls were they weren't never really good. So like in Captain Marvel, they were like this good guys good race that just happened to lose their planet and they're looking to settle somewhere else and it just was weird like it was very out of character knowing that this was the future right that secret invasion and secret wars was where we were going to start it there was just strange i don't think so because that was long long, that was you know forever ago and now now you're getting like Ah, this is you know the meat potatoes. You said, but I said that too. And again, I was like, the scrolls ain't good. The scrolls, but like everything else, everybody ain't all bad. So there's some good scrolls. Oh, true. And there's true. some bad ones. And not everyone wants, you know, what I'm saying. So there's a divide in the, in the middle of their people, which I really like as well. Well, that, never the know. divide only happened because Captain Mar- So it's one of those things, right? Where like, well, first off, the director was told, "Don't read the comic books. We want this to be different." Uh, Secret Invasion wasn't that great of a storyline, but it was still, it was cool in general. So they're like, don't look at the source material, kind of do your own thing with this. So their own thing with this is, so the faction within the scrolls happened because Captain Marvel and Nick Fury abandoned them. So Captain Marvel leaves Earth to find them a home. She never comes back, at least not until Thanos is around. And then the blip happens. So Nick Fury's gone. For five yeah. more years. So now yeah. over the course of the last 30 years, they've been there without answers, without what they have been promised. So like they're supposed to find them a home. So the younger generation is like, man, F that. We're going to make Earth our home. We're just going to get rid of everybody here. So yeah. like it's interesting, but I don't know. It was 
I don't dislike it. So I don't want I don't want people to feel like it was a bad show. It was a good first episode. I just I don't know what I was expecting. I just clearly it didn't meet my expectations. Yeah. I like that you still can't like trust everybody. Like Maria Hill died or whatever, but was that really Maria Hill? Like I, like every I never know who the hell nobody is because you know you, you don't. And that's why well, I really like that about it. That's what they could do too. I just hope they don't like bring back none of the dead people because that's what they could do. Like this is an opportunity for them to say, bring back Robert Downey Jr. As an example. I hope that doesn't happen. Like it would minimize what happened in Endgame. Oh, no, but they can't go that far because the scroll is as powerful as the other one is. And that Iron Man was top notch doing his thing. Like a scroll. Could, I don't think a scroll could be Iron Man. So, because with the technology and and uh, the nanobytes and stuff, that's that's all Tony. A scroll can't copy that. You know what I'm saying? So, so he can't. They can copy their memories because in the in this episode, okay, yeah, sure. They can't copy like those nanos are in his body type shit. You know what I'm saying? Like it's a part of him now. You know, a scroll couldn't copy his technology. So you know they could because it's a memory. So now they're shape shifting. It's a memory. No it's tech, Ray. So like when they put no, him into those the nanobytes machine, are in him. No, because it's it's like when he took the um the arc reactor out of his chest. Like the, the arc reactor is not even in his chest anymore. It's just nanobots that he has that he taps. So like no, yeah, it's, like it's any attached, technology, it's still attached to his heart. That's no, when he they taps were, it, in the MCU, it's not attached to his heart. Like he talks about it with um with Pepper when the Hulk comes back and says Thanos is coming. And he's talking about a dream and he's talking about how they had a kid and they named him blah, blah, blah. Like she specifically, I'm talking about the MCU, right? I'm not yeah, talking about the comic books. So like she specifically says, you took that out and it no, you no longer needed to live. Like it's not attached to him at all. It's just technology. So like, if, oh yeah, she stopped being Iron Man. Yeah. So like if the scrolls can take his memories, they might not be able to use that specific nanotech, but they can make their own. They know how to do it. They use his memories to do it, and then they clone it to themselves. What's gotcha. cool about this and that's different is in the comics, the scrolls really suck at, like, shape-shifting. They can do it, but they don't do it for long periods of time, and they're not necessarily great at it. In the show, and they explain it fairly well, I would say, is those warriors are in their human form all the time so that they can pass as human. Like they, they yeah. practice, they spend time doing it. And, and that's an, that's an interesting twist, right? Like the one that's Nick Fury's friend. He's really cold at it. Right. That, that dude. Talos running, or whatever. Talon. That dude's run, who's that guy who's running the rebellion. Is He's cold. Because he was just, that, that was Switching. the coldest scene to me. That was the coldest scene. He just kept like changing people. I was like, damn it, he's he's that cold. <laughs> like he was just on the fly, just so all hell is gonna break loose now. I think um so the bombs go off, right? And like yeah. clearly Nick Fury's there. People have seen him. People also think they see Nick Fury shoot Mariah Hill. So they think Hill and Nick Fury are off the reservation, anyways, because um yeah, no one's been in contact Rody, with in forever. Yeah, and the president sends Rhodey to go bring them back, so no one's really talked to them. So now there's probably going to be video evidence. Well, there's going to be eyewitnesses saying Nick Fury not only shot her, but also planted the bomb. So it's going to start 
civil unrest. Dude, so many people died there. Yeah, dude. dude. It was nuts. Oh, no. I was like, oh, my God. Buildings just exploding everywhere, man. People running and screaming. Like, I thought they did that scene very well because that was realistic as hell. Like, there's smoke. You can't really hear shit. Like, shit's just going bananas, you know? <laughs> and then, but Nick Fury just, you know, like, ice in his veins and and i also like that he's second guessing himself other people also second guessing him yeah you know what i mean like oh you ain't the same dude no more you know what i'm saying he comes in that bar people are like man, fuck, man, fuck <laughs> you know what i'm saying like you ain't you ain't you ain't nick no more man like i, I really like that and i know he's it's gonna be a coming he he's gonna get some get back that's gonna be the final you know hurrah for nick fury because sam's getting old yeah, yeah I, I think mean, I think this will. might be it for Nick Fury for sure. Well, we know Rhodey's gonna kind of be in it. We also know that this movie is likely going to set up the new Captain America movie. Yeah. Because it's, it's about a new world order. I know they don't call it that no more. I think they changed it to Brave New World or some shit. But yes, we know it. that the events of this show are gonna heavily influence the Captain America movie. So yeah. there's gonna be a changing of the guard. Rhodey's gonna do some other stuff. I wonder who. If Mariah Hill is dead, like who's gonna be the leader of yeah. you know this group? I don't even know if we can call them Shield at this point. Um, and then we had a probably the biggest cast member because we talked about great TV shows like from Game of Thrones. Amelia Clark is Gaia or G or whatever her name is. So um, Talos's daughter, daughter, who seems to be or is going to be the main character, along yeah. with. Samuel Jackson. So yeah, she'll know. She'll know she wants to right. be good or well, that's not even necessarily bad. Like they're not necessarily bad. No, they just, they, they just want a home. Yeah, and they are they're not humans, so they're like, fuck, fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> you know, which hey, which ain't necessarily good either, but well, she's clearly so, hey, conflicted. Of these shows, you should be. I want to talk about. Let's get into some, you know, some video games and stuff. It's been a long week, time since we uh, talked about and, video games. Yeah. So Brian sent me a couple of things. And then, um, so I've been kind of thinking about that, asking some questions. So that new RPG that's coming out, what is it? It's, it's going to be running on, uh, not the AMD, right? Uh, what are you talking about? Starfield? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, so there's different graphics cards for... You know, those that aren't aware, if you're not like a PC gamer or even a gamer in general. So typically, there are three main ones. Let's call them two, but there's a third player. So you have NVIDIA or NVIDIA, however you want to say the name. Um, They're the high-end graphics card. They typically cost a little more, but it's what most people get. Um, Most games are optimized for NVIDIA on PC for the most part. The second option is AMD cards. AMD dominates the CPU space, so the um, the brains. Typically, most computers either have an Intel or an AMD brain, right? And then the graphics cards are mostly NVIDIA because they lead the market. But AMD's come a long way. They make a cheaper option, more bang for your money. And also, AMD has a deal with all of the consoles, so the consoles all have AMD graphics cards for the most part. And then Intel is trying to break into that market kind of unsuccessfully. So Starfield's an Xbox exclusive. Um, We'll talk a little bit more about that, I think, in a second. But so Xbox exclusive, and it's going to be on PC, obviously, because Microsoft. 
So they announced today that they are partnering with AMD, which makes sense because it's an Xbox exclusive game. Um, so it's really going to be about optimization. So like how a game is optimized. So in theory, the game should run better for you if you have an AMD graphics card is what yeah. it will boil down to. From what, I, what I was gathering too by reading that though, I think Xbox should have kept it on the Xbox period. No, no PC. But by you picking that card, from what I gathered from reading, it's holding the potential of the game back. Like it, it could have been a lot colder. But I mean, it's meant for Xbox, so I get that. But then I wouldn't have put it on every other system. You know what I'm saying? I mean, not or not system, but I wouldn't let it go nowhere else but Xbox. You know what I'm saying? Now I feel like as a gamer, so I'd be like, well, damn, man, why, why, why don't you, you know, run it the, the best you could run it? You know what I'm saying? But that's not the case now. That So I think that kind of sucks. But the game still looks amazing and it's going to be huge and stuff like that. But it could have been better. Well, Microsoft's Quest is always, well, I wouldn't say always, but since last gen is to really get into just dominating content. So like every Xbox exclusive game is going to be on PC. Like it's going to be an Xbox console exclusive, but it will be on PC. And that's yeah, a better way Microsoft. to give you value too, right? Like, yeah, like the ultimate game pass gives you PC versions and regular versions of, of the games. So like, if I'm going to offer you the value of it, I have to put it on a PC because I'm charging you 16 bucks a month or whatever it is to have both. Otherwise, you would just have regular Game Pass. What's um, the same right now? Like, I already, I'm not a fan of either or whatever, but I only have an Xbox right now. But the way Sony's acting makes me never want to own a PS5. And I hate their company even more because their movies <laughs> suck. And now I don't, today, or they just put out um, the recording of, uh, like the CEO of PlayStation or whatever. He's saying that Game Pass is destroying, like, these dudes are so butthurt that their shit ain't as dope as Xboxes. It's unbelievable right now. It's it's unbelievable. And you're winning the war, dude. You're, you're at the top. You're at the top. And you're fucking crying about this, bloody. You look, they're, 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 they're like punks to me right now. <laughs> so punk. it's not like they're volunteering this information, right? Like, there's a... Oh, no, they're not. But it's There's free. a court case and a lot of things are being uncovered that Otherwise, would not have ever been known. So, like, what Sony, uh, what Jim Ryan, I think his name is really saying, is like, it, it, he is being the voice for the developers. The reality is, it probably is hurting the developers. Like, think about how much, say, I'm getting 60 bucks a game, right? It's different when you get more eyes on it. So, like, I have more people playing my game, but if you don't have, say, like a microtransaction, it doesn't matter. Like a single player game, say Starfield, for example, probably will have a season pass, but they're not going to have microtransaction. So if you're giving me that game for free and it ends up being one of the biggest games of all time, the only way that my business, that Bethesda is going to make money, will be on DLC, 10, 20 bucks at a time. Versus I released the game for $70 and maybe I made 45 or whatever it costs the difference of making the game. So yeah. like... Clearly, they're talking to developers, and I'm sure that a lot of developers feel that way. Like, well, if we put on Xbox, now Microsoft is paying these developers a lot of money to put their games on a system. But what happens when Microsoft owns you, right? So, like, Microsoft owns Bethesda now. They're trying to own Activision. So, like, these things are are going to be put on Game Pass to deliver Dude, the I value. I know how much money Microsoft had. Then I seen for these two companies they're trying to get. 
They're gonna they're willing to pay sixty nine billion dollars, dude. In the testimony, or whatever it said in there, the Xbox is like, we're gonna uh, out we're gonna outspend PlayStation out of the video game market. Like, yeah. dude, they must have. I don't know. I don't know how much money they have, but they literally said in the statement, we're gonna out whatever the hell out buy them or out pay. We got more money than they do, and we're gonna try to buy them out of the competition. Like that's that, that was crazy when I read that. I was like, holy shit. They yeah, they, it was like we're gonna we're in a unique position to outspend Sony out of this <laughs> yeah. race or whatever. But it also well, shows so you like again, it's not it's not the consoles, they want the content, right? Like They've already admitted in this case that the Xbox lost last gen. Like we, the console wars are over. We didn't even give a shit about that. What we care now about is the being future. able to play. Like another thing that was uncovered in 2019, they um, won't I, I don't know if I, it was Phil yeah. Spencer or somebody else. They sent another memo internal. These are all internal emails. Like none of this shit was supposed to ever be known ever, but because, um, they're looking into this acquisition. The government is now all these things are coming to light. So they're like, dude, Phil Spencer said in 2019, my guy, we don't have the content in a space that's not growing. Like console gaming isn't growing, but what is growing is mobile gaming. And he actually suggested we should just punt the whole Xbox brand and create a mobile gaming brand, bro. That's how much money is in mobile gaming. For him to even consider that is absolutely insane. But it also gives you light to the Game Pass model because now it's not about playing it on Xbox. It's about playing it wherever you want to play it. And Mm -hmm. that's the key, especially with cloud gaming. Like, I don't even need a powerful console. I don't need a powerful phone. I don't need a powerful tablet because the processing is being done at the Microsoft service center. I just need a screen and a controller I can Bluetooth to, and I'm playing, you know, a triple A game. I can play battlefield yeah. on the cloud right now. It's insane. Yeah. yeah. They're trying to buy up all these companies because they want to put out first party titles everywhere in good ones. That's why they're doing this. You know what I'm saying? Like, and man, like, I hope I hope it don't get I hope, I hope it don't get shut down. I don't know where it's at right now, but I know they're trying not to. A lot of people are trying not to let them do this. So it's funny because it's viewed like Sony came and said they don't want it to happen, and I'm sure there's an extent that says they don't want it to happen, right? But I don't think Sony was the one that like, and I could be wrong, but I don't think they're the they went to the FTC and be like, yo. You need to stop this merger. I think the government was concerned about it and Sony got brought into it because they're the biggest player in town. So like, I need you to tell me why I'm right. I need you to tell me why this shouldn't, this isn't a good idea. But the CEO of Sony Entertainment America was asked point blank, there's emails in this court case and just by interviews. Like, how do you feel about starfield being an xbox exclusive because it was going to be a playstation exclusive that's why they ended up buying bethesda which is absolutely insane that that's even the case but how do you feel about it he was like i don't like it but i don't see it as like an antitrust or anti-violation thing like and you know why he has to say that because sony has a shit ton of playstation exclusives like you can't just go and be like oh they can't have exclusives when you have 
the best. It's not even right. It's not even debatable. Like you have the best exclusive and you buy studios yourself. So like you can't just be in there and be like, oh no, you know, we shouldn't allow them to do that when Sony does it too. It's like but you have to answer the question, right? And their emails and and things are coming up. Like, um, what is a studio that makes destiny? Like Microsoft thought about buying Bungie. Bungie. They yeah, did. Microsoft. No, I thought Sony bought Bungie. Mm-hmm. Microsoft owns Bungie. Let's see who bought Bungie. Somebody. And that thing you sent me, Microsoft owned, um, or they're yeah. Wait. Oh wait, no. I think they're trying to get Bungie and Sega right now. Nobody owns. No, them. so Sony owns Bungie. So they bought them last year, but Microsoft thought about buying them. So, but yeah. So like, like you said, they want to create content. So like, where I tried to look it up earlier. Um, they're trying to buy Sega. All yeah, the they try to buy Sega. Dude, that's paper. That's money. So in 2020, um, Phil Spencer pitched Microsoft to buy Sega. So they would have got Sonic. They would have got a bunch of other titles. But they weren't going to be in this. Again, they want to be a content place. Like, this is what people yeah, don't they get. They don't, it's they not console. Yeah, like they don't Sega. Yeah, Sega wouldn't have been exclusive. Sega would have still been all the Sega games would have still been on any console. Yeah, but all that money comes to them though. Right. <laughs> it can go right. wherever it wants. Minecraft. But all that money's coming up. Microsoft owns Minecraft. Minecraft still exists on everything imaginable to man. You can play that anywhere you want to play it. But this is one of the things I was in the email. So we believe that Sega has built a well-balanced portfolio of games across segments with global geographic appeal. And will help us accelerate the Xbox Game Pass both on and off of console. So, like, you know, it's one of those things. Dude, they want to about- they want to get their hands in everything, dog. Microsoft just wants the money to keep coming in. Obviously, they have forever money right now. <laughs> they're, dude, sixty nine billion dollars to buy what three companies or something like that dude they're just banking on the, the future dog they're like if we can get these companies and we can get them turning out good games we're gonna get our money back tenfold dude they were so sega's valued at two billion dollars which isn't a lot compared to like activision or bethesda but so outside of pers- outside of pursuing our mobile first strategy we conclude that sega is the most attractive next acquisition target Due to its PC catalog presence on mobile and the global brand affinity, so and like, also a lot of the um, that I was reading in that article, some of the Sega games never even came to Xbox. No, that that, that one the Sonic try Sonic whatever one of the best Sonics that came out a while ago, it wasn't even on Xbox. And then uh, that Yaku- that Yakuza game, whatever that was very popular, was never even on Xbox. Like they never even now they got touched none of that. You know what I'm saying? So, so even back then, dog, they were talking about. Super giant games, Niantic. Niantic makes Pokemon Go, bro. Bungie, um, Scopely, IO Interactive, Thunderful. Like these are all just companies that they are like, these are companies that have potential that we should look at buying. Like dog, oh, yeah. they're looking at just a complete and utter takeover of content. Yeah. Just content, I mean, bro. I, if I was Sony, I'd be scared too. <laughs> they're scared. Yeah, I mean, again, there will, always, there will always be... Because they're number one. Yeah, and there will always be room for a console. Like, you, mm-hmm. you're not going to be a PC gamer, and there are millions of people that are like you. So, like, if Microsoft woke up tomorrow and said, you know what, guys, we're just going to be a content provider, 
Xbox Game Pass is going to live on every device you can possibly dream of. You just go out and buy a PlayStation. And and that's just how it will be. So, like, there's always going to be that 100 million people that will prefer to play on a console. So Sony will never, you know, it's not going to affect them more once Xbox inevitably just says, yeah, we're moving on to other things. Yeah, it's interesting. So one of the things when they bought Bethesda was because they wanted to keep Starfield off of the PlayStation. They told them you can't. So the whole thing is like, oh, we promise we're going to keep Call of Duty multi-platform and we're even going to bring it to the switch for the next 10 years like that's the argument like we're not going to pull it and sony's sony's answer is like call of duty is such a big mover like that would create a problem like it would be an issue for everyone not just us like that's the counter argument but when they bought bethesda they told them you can no longer release starfield or some other game on a playstation these are going to be xbox and pc exclusives but what this lawsuit has uncovered or whatever is for the Activision deal, they said the opposite. So the CEO over at Bethesda is like, well, how are they different? Right? Like how is, how are my games different from the call of duty then? Like if you're letting them do it, because again, it comes down to as a developer, how many people can play your game? And then obviously how much money can you make from them? So if you're limiting me to a third of the market, because the Xbox is a third of the market, if that, like it's it's a scope thing it's super crazy I, it's fascinating i love this shit i think starfield's gonna catch them up though people are gonna buy the system just to play that game bro i know four people that have already bought xboxes for starfield right and, now and, then, and that's just it's not even out it comes out in know. september <laughs> it comes out in september i think i think it's gonna flip the market this game i'm not gonna play it but just reading and watching videos and stuff it looks like the craziest rpg i've ever seen dude just so uh, just in dialogue, so like only 10% of the planets have life on them. So there's a thousand planets, only a hundred have life. The rest of the planets are like resource heavy and uh, exploration types. Say you spent an hour on the ones that have life only. That's a hundred hours. We're not even talking about customization That's here, folks. Crazy. We're talking about spending one hour on one planet that holds life not exploring the whole planet just one hour now you throw into that customizing your dude customizing your ship it's like 10 games in one dude they said that in dialogue alone there are 500 hours of dialogue bro this is this game bro is gonna be the end off for a lot of people like we're there's not gonna people that are into rpgs aren't playing another game when this comes out possibly for years as long as it's not buggy because this is the problem with all the xbox exclusives lately they've launched and they've been hot as garbage so like and microsoft knows it that's why they told this game was supposed to come out last year i think and microsoft was like nope pump the brakes make sure it's right so for the last almost year they have been playing this game in their office, bro. Actually playing it, making sure it works and customizing this and putting it. Dude, you can spend hundreds of hours just customizing your ship, bro. 
you connect pieces to it and it changes the inside of the ship. <laughs> like this is gonna be the craziest game of all time. That's but, what I'm saying. It could turn, it could turn the it could turn. So I don't know if it'll change the consoles because you're gonna be able to probably play it on a on the cloud. So like you can just play it on your phone or on your iPad because it's gonna be living somewhere on the cloud. But more people might be wanting to check out a PC now because it won't be locked at 30, right? Like you can, yeah. not that it matters because Nintendo makes games at 30 frames per second every day and they still sell a shit ton of video games. But amazing. Um <laughs> Nintendo is the greatest video game company of all time. We can switch to that. <laughs> I was texting Brian and saying, like, this like me as a gamer, me and him and him as a gamer, every every time a new console's coming or some new things coming. Nintendo doesn't give a shit. They don't they care. Do. They're still using cartridges. You know what I'm saying? Like, dude, we've been away from cartridges for almost 30 years. <laughs> that is dead technology. Cartridges are dead technology. But this company seems to sell millions and millions <laughs> of shitty pieces of plastic and be above the rest. Like, dude, their first-party titles... Like besides PlayStation and Naughty Dog, whatever for the last couple of years, are unmatched, dude. Every Mario game is a good game. Every Donkey Kong game, every Zelda, Zelda game. game, dude. Whatever Splatoon's taken off. You're saying their second one probably be a third of that. Like there's, there's three already. Party, Mario Party, like dude, they're it, and dude, they're working with dead technology. Bro, guys, the Switch is seven years fighting. old. The Switch dude, is the, seven years old, and it was old when it launched. Like the tech in it was dated technology seven years ago. There's a 3DS cartridges <laughs> were putting inside that switch, my man, and they're raking the dough in. Like it's Dude, it's incredible to me. I've read articles of like developers talking about um Zelda Tears of the Kingdom, and they're like, "Dude, it is insane what Nintendo can pull out of this hard drive. Like this is one of the biggest scope games." One of the best RPG games again ever. Breath of the Wild was one of the best yeah. ones too. It's on a tiny cartridge with some updates, and people are just like, "How, bro? Like, how? Dude, how people is are building Batmobiles. The game looks amazing. So that aspect of the game is what people, what developers talk about the most. Like, how is it possible that with this limited tech, dude, you can build whatever you want, dog? There's Batmobiles, tanks. I saw a video the other day. Some dude built a working submarine, bro, and threw it <laughs> in the water and went underwater. Like they're building planes, all kinds of stuff. Uh, N64 technology type <laughs> shit. <laughs> it is, it's crazy to me. But and they are. Said, but dude, hey, oh, go ahead. They're they're looking to release a next gen console though because no, today. Yeah. Today they released a statement saying, again, oh, last to the party because Xbox did this three gens ago. Sony did it two gens ago. But typically when Nintendo releases a console, whatever you bought on the old console and your username, that shit is checked. Like you're done. You It's just on that console. So for the first time, Nintendo is going to allow you to bring your name to the next gen and whatever purchases you had to your next console. So like Microsoft and Sony have been doing for years, Nintendo's now going to do that. So the fact that they're even talking about that means in the next two or three months, they're about to announce a new Nintendo console. And by Christmas time, it'll be on the shelves, which is interesting. Hey, I might switch to Nintendo because with that technology they're talking about then, 
we could finally get party chats, a friend system, a, a proper one. You know what I'm saying? Like it could actually be because, dude, I I love I love Mario Party, Mario Tennis, all them kind of games. But like, I can't take away from what I do. You know what I'm saying? Like my Xbox, whatever. I play a lot of shooters and Call of Duty and stuff like that. But if Nintendo was good enough to have these third party titles still be fire and then have their single party titles, I would only play Nintendo. I'm serious. Like if they, if they come up with a system that has like a party chat cross platform, all that kind of, if they if they can get that done, I would never fuck with another company. I wouldn't. I just wouldn't do it because I want to play all that stuff. But it, I, it, it to me in my mind, if I'm playing Mario Party, I'm I'm thinking about playing Call of Duty or I'm thinking about playing Battlefield. I'm thinking about playing something that I play on somewhere else. And if if Nintendo can do that, I wouldn't go nowhere else. I wouldn't. I, you know what I mean? I would. I would love them to be what I want. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I would love that. I just wonder, like, I mean, we like games to look great and like Nintendo's never going to be that, right? So like, even right now, the government's questioning, like a Call of Duty game is not going to look on a Nintendo the way that it looks on a piece, on a um, PS5 or an Xbox. Like right now, the, the government's questioning how they could possibly get... <laughs> call of duty to even run on the switch like that's those are questions they're having to answer right now so i think them releasing a new console however much updated it's going to be i think the model of the switch has proven to be successful so i don't think you can switch that model the switch is amazing y'all like oh yeah, yeah i mean i think at this point what you do is make a better screen have just a better console itself and then beef up the dock like I talked a lot about the rogue ally, right? Like I've made videos about this on the page. So Asus has a dock for the rogue. That's a graphics card. It costs like two grand, but it's just a concept, right? Like when the thing is docked, it becomes a high end PC. Nintendo's dock doesn't really increase performance. Like you can play at 1080, yeah. but it doesn't increase performance. So like, let's say that they even don't. Say that you don't like you don't make the switch better, but you sell me a three hundred dollar dock that makes the switch look like a PS five. I'm in, bro. Like if I, I don't know. There's gonna be technical difficulties, obviously, because when you undock it, like you might not be able to play certain games. So it makes more sense to release a completely new, updated console. But just, Nintendo's just not like they don't care about graphics. Is Dude, I'll give you an example. I looked this up earlier. Here's the breakdown of the top game console publishing revenue show shares globally. So like how many games or what percentage of the global market these companies own? I'm going to start from the slowest, the lowest up to the top. These are the, let me see, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. These are the top nine most successful gaming publishers in the world. Bandai Namco owns 3.5%. Xbox, 4.9%. Ubisoft, 5.1%. Epic Games, 6.1%. You know how much money they make from like Fortnite and shit? That shit is crazy. Activision, which Microsoft is trying to currently buy, 7.4%. So that would make Xbox number two at, on this list if that at, on merger goes through or acquisition because it's not a merger. Sony's at 7.5%. Take two, 8.4%. EA, 16.1%. And Nintendo is number one at 18.5%.
they don't give a shit about what their games look like because they're fun. Like they own 18% of the global game publishing revenue market, my guy. On a seven year old console. Insane. It's insane. Yeah, it's but insane. even though saying that they don't care what the games look like, they look good. No, they I mean good. they look good in a different sense, right? Like they look cool, but they're more they're not realistic. Like there's very few realistic looking games because it's and it's not because they probably wouldn't want them on there, it's because they don't have the tech to do it. They just don't. But and then with that new console, they said it would only be as powerful as like a PS4, or PS4 Pro. That's they're still right. undermining their potential, and they constantly do it. Dude, Dude. they could have came out and said, "Hey, you know, guys, we're gonna make a console, and it's gonna be just as good as the other two. They're like, "No, guys, we're making another console, and it's gonna be as good as that last one that came out before those came out, guys." And we're like, "I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, what?" It's interesting hey, though. Hey, but look what they're doing with the shit they're working with now. If there's something as powerful as a PS Pro, yeah, yeah, it would be nuts. It would be nuts. The PS4 Pro is just Good. under um, these other two. Like, it's not too far behind. It would the be PS4 Pro is fire. It's just crazy, bro. So the mo- we talked about this before. So the mobile market is the largest gaming market in the world. It's seventy percent of sales, which is fucking insane. Out of the other little transactions, dude. Bro. Any, any mobile game has many transactions. Yeah. And you're already addicted to your phone, then you get addicted to buying those little fucking transactions. Dude, mobile how, many, is, how many times do I send you a, a screenshot of some Marvel cards that I bought on Marvel Snap? It's like a, every two days. <laughs> Once occurs. a week. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, week. it's crazy. And then the PC gaming market is $33 billion, So that's second of it. Console gaming is only 28 billion. So when Microsoft says, like, let's just punt this shit and go to mobile, like there's money out there to go get. But I just thought about now when I was talking about the shares, how can you say say Xbox puts Call of Duty on the Game Pass? Let's say that they do that. How can you get Xbox to run on a Nintendo? Just put the fucking Game Pass on the Nintendo. You put the Game Pass on a Nintendo, let them cloud game it. You can... Because Nintendo does that already in Japan. They can cloud game like certain titles. They play it off of the cloud. You let, and they're friendly. Nintendo and Xbox are very friendly. It's not like Sony and Xbox. Like if they make a PS Pro level type of console, you put the Game Pass on the on the Switch 2 or whatever it's called. It's and then you let them cloud stream too for titles like Call of Duty or Battlefield. Boy. And they own that much of the market? Boy, like, dude, that's dude. They would the money would fall from the skies. <laughs> dude, like, it would be insane, bro. Absolutely insane. ludicrous. I don't know. It's exciting. I love talking about video games and and beyond it. So like, I'm in I'm in sales, right? I'm in business. I find it fascinating, and I like looking into the future and seeing like what could happen, what may happen, predicting based on the things that you see or know. So like, not only talking about video games, but talking about this part of it, right? Like. The business aspect of it is just yeah. fascinating to me. I love it. No, so man, good. Stuff right now, man. Like good stuff, man. Craziness. Craziness. Did you see? Uh, I guess we one last thing here before we call it a night. Superman and Lois were casted. We Superman have casting like, uh, news today. Superman looks like Henry Cavill light. 
He does. Look, he, he has. So when you think of superheroes, especially Batman, because the cow covers his face and Superman, because he has that all American type look, you need the jawline. Like you need a jaw. Like the dude has, he looks the part. Yeah. What he isn't though, is he's buff big. at all. Yeah, he's little. <laughs> he's little. He's like little. He's little, little. So there'll be some creative. He'll probably get buffed up, but like height wise, there'll be some some creative shooting. So your new Superman is David Corenset Corenswit. And your new Lois is Rachel Brosnahan. I don't like her head. Yeah, Ray's not a fan of her head. I think she's a cutie. She has that uh, girl next door type vibe to her. But uh, uh, I guess I got to think for big head or something because your shit is insane. <laughs> she, looks like the, she looks like the moon man from McDonald's or some shit. I don't like I wouldn't her say head. her head's lit. It is thinner. She has like a thin profile for sure. <laughs> but I mean, I don't know like what. Hey, she could be. Hey, hopefully, she could be annoying because that's all I was saying. Yeah, that, she for sure no. is annoying. I don't know what like. Karen Sweat has even been like what has he been in? I've never seen him before. So, so he's been in The Politician and a Netflix series called Hollywood. Oh, he was in We Own the City. I watched that show on HBO. That was cool. I don't remember him on there. Uh he's gonna be in an Apple series called Lady in the Lake and in the Twister sequel called Twisters. Ooh, Ooh. what a creative name, Twisters. <laughs> Nobody wants to see that shit. Brosnahan on that. So so when I was little, I would fly back and forth from Puerto Rico to see my dad because he lived over there. And one of my own, I won't say only, but like one of my best memories of doing that, I don't remember how old I must have been, probably eight or nine. He was like, let's go spend the day at the movies. And I was like, hell yeah, let's do it. So we go. And that day, is this going to be crazy? Because like um, we watched Twister. And I think like some it was it was either like Eraser or some other shit that Arnold Schwarzenegger was in at the same time. Like we watched back to back. I always think about it. So when Twister's on, I always watch it. But Brosnahan, I it's a good gift for DC because she's accomplished, right? Like when you talk about people playing superhero roles. We talked about this last episode or when we were talking about Elizabeth Olsen or whatever, like they're not established, they're usually younger, like take what you can get. I mean, she's an Emmy and Golden Globe winner for The Marvelous Miss Maisel. She was in House of Cards, where she earned an Emmy nomination for that. So, like, she yeah. she has she has some credentials under her belt, you know, coming into this thing. No, that's that's good for them. I mean, and, and the dude looks good too. You know, what I'm saying it's all about. It, it, people don't say it ain't, but it's especially superhero movies are going to play somebody that's famous. Like, it's, you, you know, there's a certain look. There is but a I mean, look. You, you can overcome that, though, because Michael Keaton probably got the most heat. Even back then, there wasn't Twitter or nothing like that. But people were like, man, this ain't, that ain't fucking Batman. You know, like, <laughs> like, he was getting a lot of flack for being a little curly-headed dork-looking dude. You know what I'm saying? But um, he pulled it off, and he's the best Batman ever. So, you know, you can. But this guy definitely looks the part. He looks oh, like he Superman. Does. He looks besides, like Superman. Be- you know, besides Superman, the bulkiness. But Superman don't got to be huge either because he never really showed... He was like huge or nothing, you know what I'm saying? No, he doesn't need because he's strong inherently. The sun's what makes him strong, not his muscles. Yeah. But I feel like he he looks more like the version of Superman from um Flashpoint. 
where no. he's like really th- <laughs> like wow. Supergirl. If you watch the latest Flash movie, Supergirl in the Flash when they find her, he looks more like that than regular. But I mean, this movie probably doesn't start filming for like another year. Like, I don't need him to get like Thor buff or Henry Cavill buff, but he needs to get a little. He, gets, he needs to get a couple little pounds of muscle on him. Yeah, fill out gotta, the suit. He has to fill out the suit. He's got to get a like Ryan Ryan Reynolds buff at least. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, 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 yep. Or Chris Evans buff. Well, Chris, hey, Chris Evans got huge for that. No, for that he first was big. Captain yeah. America when they open that fucking thing up, he's in there all like. And he looked good, don't he? And then when um he was chopping the wood at the oh, house, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, nah, Chris Evans is swole. Dude, and I don't think he needs to get that big. I don't think yeah, he needs yeah. to get that big. <laughs> it's interesting, though. I'm excited. We'll see how this is. That I read something today because more and more information is coming out now. So Superman Legacy is going to be the first movie, but it's going to be based in a world where superheroes already exist. Like Superman's not the first person around doing superhero shit which i think is kind of cool because we don't need like an origin story for everyone like we've seen a lot of these at least the justice league ones yeah so i'm interested to see like what that (laughs) world looks like as young superman is learning to be who he is yeah should be fire interesting seems interesting hey man and james gummy trust baby he's got it All right, y'all, we're going to call it here. Thanks for stopping by. The YouTube channel continues to grow. We are on our way. We uh, are looking real good right now. Hopefully in the next month or two, uh, we get to our goal of 1,000 followers. And then only the sky's the limit from there. Thanks for stopping by, y'all. Stay nerdy, Stay nerdy. Watch Silo. It ends this week. See you. Yes, sir. Peace.